fired up. Fourth down and goal from the nine. 17 seconds to go. The play clock at three. Shotgun snap. Car throws nice. into traffic. Nice. Intercepted. Nice. Nice. Jermaine Pratt Woo! has Baby. the football. Yeah. Coffin nails. Bam, bam, bam. How about that? It ends on a turnover. Joe Burrow takes the snap. He takes a knee. And after 31 years, yeah. the drought is over. <laughs> and guess what? The Joe Burrow era is just beginning. Welcome back. It is another episode of Pardon the Punctuation. Not even sure if you got my welcome back with the live ticker in the in the corner, but maybe we did, maybe we didn't. What do you mean? I don't know. I looked up and it was like going after I said back. So, oh, my side said it worked. Well, good. Uh, in any case, this is another episode of Pardon Punctuation. As always, I am Aaron Smith, guiding this ship along, joined by the self-proclaimed best producer in the city, Ed Mayhall. Uh, Jeff, 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 hopefully, will be joining us tonight. Uh, we'll we'll see. Um, but. How was uh how was your trip to Philly? Uh not I mean, for the temple game. And I did not go to, to the temple game. Um I mean it's a nice area. Prince of Persia, I think is the area that I was in. It's a nice area, some nice restaurants. Um, but you know, not any place I'll be going back to anytime soon by choice. Fair enough. Yeah. Um well, our power provider decided to it apparently was scheduled, and they did not make a call as they did uh, on Saturday uh, when the, they turned the power off on Saturday. So today it was turned off from 9 to 3, which if I had had an entire refrigerator full of Thanksgiving stuff here, if we had been hosting, I'd be furious. Uh, instead, I just had a screaming child with no way to warm a bottle. So, so they, didn't, that, they didn't warn you guys at all? Nope. Like- nope. Nope, we got a phone call on Friday or Thursday last week that Saturday was turning off. So I at least had the heads up to, hey, go to Cincinnati early because you have all three kids and Rachel's working and we'll meet you in Cincinnati after the fact. Today, had no warning. That's wild. Like, beginning of pandemic, like the first week that we were all in lockdown, like, they told us they were going to shut off our electricity. And I'm like, ah, that's probably a bad choice because everybody's working from home. Uh, or no, not electricity, our water. So I went out and bought bottles of water, but you know, they they told us. It is what it is, I guess. At least you made the best out of it and you didn't have all that food uh, you know, in the freezer. You know, one year I was smoking a um a turkey for Thanksgiving, for Friendsgiving, and uh the electricity went out right after, right after, like five minutes after the smoke was done. Could you imagine how bad that would have been? I can't. Two, two, two turkeys in the smoker. That was dinner. You know, we had all the sides still, but and then so we so, so it we, wasn't just two turkeys at all because you had sides also. Well, sure, we could just eat the sides, but you know, the main course is the turkey. I mean, but some anyways, people, some people don't eat meat, Ed. Some people don't eat meat. That's a fair statement. <laughs> 
I mean, I can't. I have no, I can't. I, I can't. <laughs> uh, in any case, let's get to the thing we don't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Let's talk. Let's talk. UC hoops. Aren't I? Just, just go. Just, just, just go to it. Okay. So Cincinnati is in Maui. And uh, yes, John, we are going to let you vent on UC hoops tonight. Um, they're in Maui. Last night, tip off was after eleven thirty, probably closer to midnight. Um, was, yeah, they lose to Arizona, ninety three, one hundred one ninety three. Um, today, they lose to Ohio State. That one, that one hurt a bit more, uh, in my opinion. Um, but they lose to Ohio State, 81-53. And Maui's not looking so good right now for the Cincinnati Bearcats. You never want to lose to Ohio State. You never want that team up north to have anything on you because they are insufferable. And um, I cannot deal with any of that. You're also set up now for a game against Louisville. And if you drop the ball against Louisville, you, you are, can't drop the ball against Louisville. Like, you are looking at Louisville's first win. We better play like we played last night against Louisville. Is that tomorrow night? Uh, yeah. What time? Eleven thirty. I don't know the answer to that. Any late night game? Um, was just talking with Chad about this on the nightcap Ed, but in today's game, after Nolly. After Landers Nolly scored 33 last night yep. uh, in, in today's game, he goes one for six, 0 for three from three, uh, no free throws, had four rebounds, three fouls, one assist, two turnovers, two points. 26 minutes played. Did he waste it all last night? Uh, that's a great question. I. I know I brought it up in our group chat. I, I brought it up with Chad um, after the show last this morning around 2.30. You guys did a nightcap last night at 2.30? Content doesn't stop, Ed. What a way until the morning. Yeah, I wouldn't have had power. You got a phone. Um, last night, Davenport had... 10 po- or I'm, not, I'm sorry, well, Davenport had 10 points. Today he had 8 points. Um, but DeJulius had 9 points last night. Today he goes 28 minutes, 0 for 5 from the field, 0 for 2 from 3, 1 for 2 from the line, finishes with 1 point, 1 rebound, 1 turnover. Victor Lockton was the only person in double digits tonight. And Victor Lockton, like, Lockton. he has Lockton, whatever. He has flashes like he there's like points where he remembers that he's a big man and that he could just tower over these guys and that he gets that nice little hook shot going. And then there's points where he's like thinks he's as tall as like, I don't know, a short guy on the team. You know what I mean? Like he. He has flashes. I need him to put it all together, but I think over the last few games, he has started to put it all together. What do you think about Victor? I don't know. I mean, he's basically a sophomore. Uh, a redshirt sophomore. I mean, he is. 
he's probably the I mean he's certainly the best big on the team in the postgame presser uh, apparently West Miller hinted that it may be time to take the red shirt off sage already oh because if you if you take Lockin out you got nobody the drop off is tremendous like Kalu is not what we Kalu, thought he was Kalu is not a dude you told me he was you told me he was the next the next Jason Maxiel. I did not ever say that. Thank you very much. Oh, you did. I, I have receipts. I do not believe that. We'll see. I'll find the receipts. You won't. They, that does not exist. Jason Maxiel, you're crazy. Was it Eric Hicks then? Is that what you said? You said one of those guys. I've never, I had never seen him play. You, you made me pull up a YouTube video and you said, hey, that's the next. Eric Hicks, Jason. I don't call people the next. You're crazy. Okay. All right. You're crazy. I'll find the receipts. If Jeff was here, he would agree with me. I don't believe that either. Uh, Freshmen look better and more talented than our veterans. I agree. Uh, I think that it may be time to end this experiment, this horrible experiment at the one and slide to Julius back to point guard especially if you're only going to be producing nine points, one point anyway. Um, get Dan in at the two. Nolly in at the three. Maybe Josh Reed at the four. Vic at the five. Josh Reed does look good. So I, I, I did not know Josh Reed, I guess, chose not to red shirt. Is there a reason why like, uh, he just came didn't agree? Okay. All right. I didn't know if you had some sort of no knowledge uh, behind that. I think it became apparent that this team is going to have some spots for guys to get minutes, and if you want to play, I mean, today he had 16 minutes in uh, the game against Ohio State. Uh, Skillings had 19 minutes. I agree. Reed looks promising. His spin move that he had today—it's fast, very nice. It's fun, and. I don't want to watch another game like I watched today. Uh, I'm over these announcers in Maui. I'm over 75 different lines with the volleyball court in Maui. There are a lot of lines in that court. Yeah. I, there's like three different three-point lines, and I'm guessing one is NBA, one is college men's, and one is college women's. I would assume that to be the case as well. I don't think college and... Uh, does, does high school have a smaller three-point line than than college? Maybe not. I don't think so. Uh, I didn't think so either. Um, so, yeah, I guess it would be women's, men's, and NBA. But and I don't know. Floral pattern inside the paint? I'm not. I'm there, yeah, there, there's a lot happening on that floor. You know, we were – Michelle and I were flipping through the TV on Saturday night or something like that, and the Oregon Ducks were on that court is the worst court in all of college basketball. Reagan. Yes. Thank you, Reagan, for agreeing. It is, they have that, it makes it look, they're trying to make it look like it's in a duck blind or something, but it's just so distracting. It's the worst co- court in all of college basketball, I believe. Um. So I don't know. It's, it's maddening to watch a team that I think we all believed had a little bit more promise than what we've seen thus far. Especially after um, last night. It seems that getting it correct 
in the transfer portal on bigs, especially, uh, is a far more daunting task than anyone has given any credence to. Like, I mean, that's that's a very difficult thing to do finding bigs in the transfer portal. So there's been a lot of talk on Facebook and Twitter tonight about about West Miller. What are you, what are your thoughts on West Miller right now? Like, how are you going to fire him when he still doesn't even have all his you. own guys? Thank you. Thank you. That's what I keep saying too. Like he's still playing with John Brennan guys. He's still talking. Yeah. He's he's still like he still has Micah Adam Woods on the team. He still had you know, although Micah looked decent tonight. Um, but like it's I, I, I can't say to move away from a guy or that a guy's not gonna be a, su- a successful coach, especially when he has the coaching history behind him backing him. He he can Go call whatever his name is, whose name his name always escapes me whenever I want to talk about him. The UNC, the former UNC coach. Uh, Roy Williams? Yeah, thank you. You know he can call him at any time. Like he's like almost like a, a life mentor to him, right? He he will figure this out. I don't think he wants, I think he's just listening. Oh, okay. He will figure this out. He will put his players together. It it took, I mean. Let's go back to Luke Fickle again. It took him a couple years. It took him a couple years, and now look at him. It took it took Mick Cronin a couple years. Now look at him. Well, let's actually not use Mick Cronin as an example after after this week. But I mean, but by the time he finished at UC, he was yeah he had a quite a successful run for sure. Um, yeah, Jacob, I agree. I, I think. I think Wes is going to do great things moving to the Big 12, and that will help recruiting. But right now, you're still where you are. Like, there's, you have to play the hand that you're dealt. And right now, we're not in the Big 12 uh, until until next season. So, uh, obviously, Jizzle and Ravon make you better next year. Ravon was on ESPN Plus tonight. Jizzle and Ravon will make you better next year. Um, and it'll be, extremely I'm, I'm very curious just to see what happens in the transfer portal after this year um see what guys are are done uh, as there's still guys that have eligibility left um or if there's no room going into the big 12 because they weren't your guys like you let them finish out a senior year and it doesn't mean you have to let them finish out a, a super senior year here it's true so i don't know i, I think this comment uh Range true. It hurts the most. This team looks nothing like a UC team. There's no identity, just hero ball. Hope and hope we are hot. I, this team doesn't have an identity right now. Like it doesn't have an offensive identity. Like we're not an offensive team and we're not a defensive team. We're just kind of a a middle of the road team. Now could that could that change? Yeah, it could absolutely change. Get a couple more practices in. Have Wes yell at a couple people. Hopefully it changes before the Xavier game. Well, hopefully it changes before the Louisville game. Hopefully it changes before the Louisville game. I don't want to. I don't want sure. to lose tomorrow, but hopefully it, it changes against the Xavier game. So, yeah, losing losing to all of them would be not fun. It'd probably be the worst. So, I have a question on that. My hair looks terrible. Yeah, put a hat on. I have a question on that front, the identity front, right? Okay. So if you're going to be uh, like an offensive team, right? 
What do you need to do that? He's Rebound. a really good offensive player. Yeah. Score right? points. Like guys, guys that can really put the ball in the basket. We need to play that score points offense that we played in the first game. Right. Yeah. If you're going to be a, a defensive-minded team, what do you need? Uh, guys to play defense. Some really good defensive players. Some guys that really get after it on the defensive end, right? Right. If you're going to be a, a, a the toughness, physical, rebounding team, what do you need to do that? Guys that will actually rebound the ball. And tall have guys. Some toughness, like tall maybe, guys, physical maybe go guys. Two they hands have, they don't have to be tall, Aaron. They don't yeah. have to be tall. Just Eric Kicks wasn't rebound. tall. Sure Jason Maxiel wasn't tall. Trey Scott wasn't necessarily tall. Gary Clark wasn't necessarily tall. I'm but, Trey but, Scott. But they, they were guys that got after it. You know, you know what this team doesn't have? Guys that get after it. So it is some of that on West Miller because you know he's 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 brought some of these players into his program. Yeah, sure. But again, this is a roster that was overhauled four times in four years. McCronin's been gone for four years, okay? It was overhauled John Brandon's first year, and then the Cumberlands left and um um Trey. Yeah, Trey left, the Cumberlands left, and then the second year, like Keith Williams left. And, and like it, it's been a constant state of turmoil. Then John left, and we know what happens happened after that year. And then last year you still had a bunch of turnover where you had to replace a bunch of guys again. Well, again, last year he had 30 days to put a team together. But I'm I'm talking about like like into this season, yeah. you still had half of the team that you replaced yeah. going into the season. You had three transfers, you had three freshmen, you get 13 guys. There's six new guys. Four years in a row, there's been at least six new guys on this roster from the year prior. What that stunts is leadership. What that stunts is sweat equity. Guys that are bought in and all in on what being a Bearcat is about. You have kind you have two of those guys right now. Jeremiah Davenport and Mike Adams Woods. And they are they came in as freshmen under John Brandon. Listen to what I'm saying, Ed. Right. They've been here their whole career. They they're not transfers in. These are guys that committed to Cincinnati out of high school and have been here the whole time. And they're seniors. Okay. Do you ever get do you get the sense those guys are the leaders? Like no. No. Okay. DDJ is the leader. Last night Nolly was the leader. Ah uh, no, 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 no. You're talking about leading scorer. I'm talking yeah, about Desmond yeah, yeah, yeah. Ritter, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The no, DDJ, then. DDJ, the only one. I don't think he is. Aaron and I talked about this a little bit. I think DDJ is, I think David DeJulius is a great guy. I think he's about the right things. But I don't know that he's the guy that's like, look, motherfuckers, <laughs> we're not losing tonight. That right? Like, DDJ. I don't, yeah. I don't think that's him. And I think Landers could probably be that guy, but he's been here for like three months, four months. So does he have the equity to be that guy? So who is holding people accountable in the locker room? Who is That's saying, 
What happened at Northern, here, like, this is a perfect example, I think. Hold on. What happened at Northern was unacceptable. That is not who we are, okay? So they show up in Maui, and that's how they played yesterday against Arizona. But it's not how they played today. Today they got their ass kicked. They got bullied, they got embarrassed, and they got humiliated. And I didn't see anyone that was like, I'm not, I'm not about that. This isn't this isn't what being a bearcat is about. Right. It's not. It's it's not it's not bearcat. Eric Hicks, ball, Eric Hicks almost killed. Yeah, you we hear the stories. Right? Muhammad and James White for like not you know, like that year, the, the Andy Kennedy year, where they were academically ineligible at the start of the the uh, NIT or whatever. Who who is that guy? I agree, it would have been John Newman. That's I agree been my that point was, all yeah. along about John Newman is that was a massive loss for this team. But here we are. So. I also wonder how much I wonder how much Davenport tries to do that in the locker room and how seriously and how seriously he's taken when he does it. I, if I'm one of the I, players who goes back home. Yeah. So Aaron said something beginning that that Wes said tonight that it might be time to take the red shirt off of off of yeah, um, I, I told Aaron that earlier on the nightcap, yeah. Um off of uh what's his face? I can't think of his Sage. name right now. Thank you, Sage. Sage. Does he do that while they're in Hawaii? Maybe. I don't uh-huh. know. We'll see. Look, he's been dressed. You can't, you yeah, can't lose to Louisville tomorrow. You can't lose to Louisville tomorrow. If you lose to Louisville tomorrow, your program's in shambles. <clears throat> this thing is teetering on the brink. Straight up. Michael, are you related to Dane Idol? We we went through this last night. Ed. Oh, okay, gotcha. That's the actually Michael Beers is the only reason Dana Beers was on, Ended up on the show, the BBP last night. Because somebody was like, Fake Dana John was Goble. in the chat. Fake John Goble was like, Dana was in the chat. And, uh, and then Aaron eventually was like, no, that was Michael Beers, not Dana Beers. That's funny. DDJ has wilted since NKU. Like, got look, guys have bad games. Like, or, or a oh. bad stretch of games, whatever. Tonight was here's the here's the most predictable thing about that, right? There's not a bunch of guys. We just talked about it. There's not a bunch of guys on this team that are prolific offensive threats. Vic, Vic, we're starting to see blossom into a guy you can throw the ball and get a bucket. Yeah, but on the wing, it's to Julius Nolly. Davenport. If two of those guys combined for three points, this team is going to get its ass kicked. It doesn't matter who they play. That's why I told you. Confident against Louisville. Jesus Christ, what are we doing? (laughs) That's why I told you in the in the nightcap though. Like I want to see different rotations. I want to see, and I think you agree, Chad. You mentioned getting uh, Dan. Upwards of 25 minutes. I mentioned getting Josh upwards of 20 minutes as opposed to the 19. I want to see them built to that. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm not, I'm never a fan of just throwing them giving out there it like to that. them. Right. right. 
But if they earn it, if they continue to earn it, now what they both need to do, Aaron, they both need to continue to show they can score in those minutes. Oh, and, and Dan had seven uh, in 19 yeah. tonight, which honestly was twice as much as Landers yes. and DeJulius combined. 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 Uh, one shy of Jeremiah Davenport's whopping eight. And, 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 and Aaron, let's not forget this. Six of Jeremiah Davenport's points came in the first minute. He had two threes in the first, like, 90 seconds. He scored two points the rest of the game. So for 38 minutes, your three best players scored five fucking points. Yes, yeah, seven. That's why you got your ass kicked. Seven was good enough for fourth best points on this team, and that was both Dan Skillings and Odio Guama. And the three people ahead of him, ahead of him were Vic, Mike Adams Woods and Jeremiah Davenport. And I would have never guessed that you wouldn't see Landers or DeJulius in the top five in a game. Period. That'll maybe work when you're playing like, uh, you know, East Bumfuck Tech. But if you're playing Ohio State in Maui. <laughs> that's that's a great point, Darren. Uh, on, on technical free throws. Yes, two of those. Yeah, his two points. <laughs> After those first two threes, oh my God! I, how did I not catch this, Darren? I don't. How did it? How did it not register that he hit two threes in the first ninety seconds, and the only two points he scored the rest of the way were the technical free throws? Well played, Darren. For flopping for flops for flops. They, they would have kept giving us those calls. We could come back for flops. That happened twice, and and Jeremiah shot both of those. You're right. Holy shit! I want to cuss more. <laughs> it's it's a mess i don't know i don't know what we're doing do you think tonight's loss is harder to take because we played so tough i know we didn't win last night but we played so tough last night that makes tonight's loss just even harder to take i think it was the fact that you were eight points within eight by the final buzzer against an arizona team who's nationally ranked and Right. Really good. Right. I will say no. Don't play defense. I will say no. Why not? I will think this is much tougher to take because they're they got their ass kicked by a northern Kentucky team that is fucking dreadful. <laughs> they pulled out of the stops for that game, though, from what I heard. Ed! They Except got the beat by 20 last night by Florida Gulf Coast. And they lost by four today against UT Arlington. I'm not gonna lie. I was flipping through, I was flipping, flipping through channels, um, not last Saturday, but the Saturday before, and I saw like I guess it was on ESPN Plus. It was the NKU versus UC Claremont game, and I I watched a few minutes of it, and I said to myself, "Man, I hope UC Claremont doesn't beat them tonight because if they do Ed, and we lose to them, this Ed, will be horrible." Those are the only two wins for NKU. They have beaten UC Claremont and UC. So, I mean UC. They got beat by 20 by Akron. They got beat by 20 by Florida Gulf Coast. And they got beat today by UT fucking Arlington. Let's not tell Xavier fans about that. Michael, there literally is a rule in college for flopping. That's why we had technical free throws in this game. They were called for flopping. They don't give 
warnings anymore. They go straight to free throws. You get one free throw, and then the ball just resumes wherever it was at the point that there was the flop. We should have flopping rules in uh, football, too. I'm looking at you, ECU. People, people in the chat who are saying that the game wasn't that close, though. It, it was that close. close. It was. We, no, Arizona 98- was. Arizona. Well, to be fair, Arizona was up 18 with, with 90 seconds to go. But and then UC they weren't. scored 10 straight. All I'm saying is they they they, they beat the betters. They did. They beat Thank the betters. Thank you, Josh Reed. Thank you, Josh Reed. <laughs> uh, blown out. out. They were not down 15 the whole time until the threes at the end. That game fluctuated between 7 and 15 the whole game. UC would get to 15 or get to 7, and then Arizona would get it back to 15, and then UC would get to 7, and Arizona would get it back to 15. Now, if you want to say, did they ever get it to 7 where it felt like, all right, here they go. They're going to make some stops, and they're going to get on a run, and they're going to get this thing within one possession? No, I never felt like that. But let's not over-exaggerate. We're dumping on them enough. Let's not over-exaggerate the facts of the situation. Solid point. Uh, Luke says uh, he gives Wes three years. Is that what he says here? Gives him one more year. He gives him next year. So that's three years. I I think you have to give Wes at least four years. Oh, oh, so you're judging him on his first year in the Big 12, the best college basketball conference in the country. Yeah, maybe you don't even give him four years. Maybe I give him more than that, yeah. I forgot about the move to the Big 12. Now, hypothetically speaking, this offseason should provide more talent in the transfer portal because they are going to the Big 12, and they should have a lot of minutes to give out. (laughs) Right? This year was a problem. I can I can assure you, this year was a problem with some of the they they were in on a couple of the top transfers on the market, but they didn't want to play a year in the Amer- in the American. Yeah, that's fair. Well, and and Luke, respectfully, I'll disagree. Uh, Wes has not had two years to bring his guys in. He had one off season. And he had thirty days in the other off season. Yeah, he still has John Brandon's guys, and it's. Not we, quite the same. Did you strike out on Kalu? I think collectively we're all agreeing right now. What so far, seen, yes. What we've so seen far, yes. of Kalu. So far, correct. yeah. Um, and Rob. Rob Finnessy, you can probably make the well, same argument. I guess here's the problem with Rob. He's been exactly like he is who we thought he was. He's a guy that can't play offense. He's an excellent defender. He does a great job. Like, if you were able to pair Rob with uh, John Newman – you would have elite perimeter defense. John's Fair. out. John's out. So Rob is left. Rob plays very, very high-end perimeter defense. But offensively, so far, he's been a zero. He averaged like seven points a game, six, seven points a game at Indiana in the Big Ten. If he was averaging seven points a game, eight points a game right now, we'd feel pretty good about Rob. He refuses to shoot. Yeah, he's not even – I don't know if it's like trying to find your comfort level. Look, man, the rest of these guys suck too, Rob. Go get you some points. <laughs> Shit. Marcus makes the point that we made earlier. Um, 
core of the team is still Brandon guys. First year recruiting classes, two top 60 kids. Skillings and Reed have looked great. Agreed. Um, but yeah, I mean, when most of your guys are DeJulius, Davenport, Adams Woods, even Vic, those are all, those are all Brandon guys. I'm not really worried about Wes, if we're going to be honest. I'm not worried about him at all. Thoughts on Hensley playing two minutes? Josh Reed stole his minutes. That's the whole, like, play the young guys. Dan played 19 minutes tonight. Josh played 16. They are being given the opportunity to increase their role. So far, they have taken advantage of that opportunity. I think they do need to be a little bit more offensive-minded as their role increases because I think both of those guys can, can be really good on offense. Right now, they're trying to, like, find their way back. Oh, boy, here we go. Not my guys is loser talk. Right now, we're losers. Right. They're losers. <laughs> I mean. I don't know what else you want me to say about the last three games, Bearcat 12. They've lost their ass off. They've lost at an elite level. We are. They we lost are. to a shitty Northern Kentucky team that can't beat UT Arlington. We are losers right now. As an NKU alumni, I have to say. Go Norse. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck them kids. Uh, That's where my money goes. But um, So, yeah, Louisville, obviously 0-5. You got to get. You can't, a, you can't lose this game, man. You have All to right. get. A win. You can't leaving. lose this game against Louisville. Not in this situation. This do something. If Louisville's three and two and like you know, like whatever, they're zero and five. They almost lost to Chaminade. I watched some of that game today against Texas Tech. They were falling all over themselves, like just throwing the ball out of bounds. They are disastrously bad. So, if we if I if we have to Aaron look Aaron if we have to do the BBP in the nightcap tomorrow night after a loss to Louisville I might let Kelly do it I might just let Kelly do the two shows well I, I may have arranged to where I can actually produce for you tomorrow by the way we'll talk about that later if he has electricity get out of here I'm driving to Cincinnati tomorrow. We'll be fine Ooh. either way. But but I might I might maybe, have Kelsey maybe do, that, do the show. Oh, maybe. that would be awesome. Kelsey and her squishmallows. Maybe I have Ed fill in. Aaron will let you smoke a cig. <laughs> he didn't let me smoke a cigarette last night. I needed a cigarette. I oh man. I can't believe you guys did an ICAP after that game last night. I I had a hard time staying up for it. But anyways, what I was gonna say, uh no, Louisville's, I, clearly Louisville's, you, didn't, you didn't know Josh Reed played. Shut up. Uh Louisville's <laughs> so bad is really was really, really bad. So what guy is gonna step up tomorrow and just be lights out on Louisville's team? I, I don't know any of their players because they all suck. It'll be it'll be one. Oh no, I know, I know one. I know one. I know one. I know one. 
previous priority John Brandon target, JJ Trainer. Dang. The JJ Trainer. I thought you were going to say I just the spoke wizard. it into existence. Yeah, it's going to happen. The wizard. No, we want Chad to be to be on tomorrow, and the toxic drama is going to be so epic, and Chad will lose his shit. Oh, if they if they lose the Louisville door, my shit is going to be lost. There will be shit all over these walls. These walls right here will be full of shit. It's weird. What's the line from "Don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood"? I think it might have been. Yeah, we shit all over these walls, right? I had an inspiration there. Oh man, masterpiece son is on. Is that you? There was an ad that popped up on my phone. Uh, gotcha. Is Master P's son on Louisville? Yes. Dude. Percy, oh. Percy Miller? Yeah. He was he was a walk-on at Xavier last year. No limits. Was he really? Just... Yeah. Yeah. Make him say, uh. Maybe that does fit. Like, the, the guy that was a walk-on and couldn't play at Xavier. That's what it is. That guy's going to go lights out. That guy's going to shoot. 12 from 12 behind the arc. Russell Miller is going to get buckets tomorrow. Yeah, he's going to get all kinds of points tomorrow. Hey. You made it. You don't look very happy. Hey, Hey, buddy. How you doing? What have we talked about so far? All these. We're still on basketball. Oh, dear God. Jeff, come back. Jeff, come back. Jeff, come back. Okay. I'm going to tag out. You can tag in. We can move on. Uh, Bye, Chad. By the way, T, I see T's in the, T Gwen's in the, uh, in the chat. Uh, this was because of you, bud. This was because of you. Oh, man. I feel like it's lightened up. How awful. Wait a minute. Uh, This is what, uh, are we at least talking about last Last night, this morning, as opposed to this afternoon. We just talked about all of it. We talked about all of it together. Okay. We're almost done with it, I think. We determined that Master P's son is going to be lights out tomorrow. Um, he's going to destroy UC um, because he was a walk-on at Xavier last year. And now he plays for Louisville. 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 Make him say, oh. Man, uh, this ain't mo- P. Hang all right. Hang well, I mean... Uh, my thoughts are just that it's like, I don't know that the, and you guys probably touched on this enough, but I like the consistency level is just so frustrating. The lack of like, of like Cincinnati basketball defense, you know, like the things that man, you're just hitting all the points, (laughs) the things that we're like, so used to as fans and like, this is, yeah. Okay. As of like recent years or whatever, I guess you have more of a football school, but like we all know that, like at its at its core, like UC fans are basketball fans. Like the basketball team is what drove UC fandom for a very long time, and to see it struggle uh, is painful. It hurts to, to know that like. What it is right now is not what we all envision or want it to be. Um, obviously, like the kids that are on the team, like 
you know, they are not going out there and, and purposely like, like the things that are happening aren't because the kids like don't care, aren't trying, like this is an issue of like the, the there's a talent ceiling there currently. I keeper. And uh, it needs to be like raised up. The talent level needs to, the ceiling needs to be lifted a little. Um, I think that's coming in the future. I still have, I know I'm trying to hit lots of points all at once uh, since I'm uh, late. Wes did say that you may see Sage's red shirt taken off in the near future. Well, in his presser. Uh, okay. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm all right with that. I think, you know, see what he's got. You know, he, he could be a, a big that, that we, that we sorely need down there. What if he's, oh, what like, if he's the lightning strike? I mean, that would be great, but like, Lockin can't really shoulder the load as like the sole big dude down there. That is, you know, I mean, he can't play every game, the whole game and, and know that if he gets into foul trouble, like there's, there's not the support behind him. Yeah, he played 18 minutes tonight and every time he was off the court, you certainly notice it. I mean, Kalu only had eight minutes. Odie had 13 did Kalu do anything tonight? Uh, one for three, one foul, one turnover, one block, two points. Okay. And like, for instance, last night, you know, Vic goes, oh, he's playing hard, goes up, comes down and lands on his hip. And, you know, I mean, he, if he goes out hurt, like, that's hmm? real bad. Real, real bad. And, and I do want to, like, I'm bouncing around doing all these things. Last night, I was very happy and impressed with, like, the things that there were several times in the game where, and I, I said this uh, amongst us in our uh, DMs, like, yep, blowout loading, like, here it is, like, it's about to happen. And then they, you know, they, they fought and clawed back, and then they're, you know, next thing you know, it's like 10, they were able to get over that hump a little bit towards the end, but then it kind of like stretched out again. And then they came back, whatever. And then Josh Reed broke the hearts of all sorts of, uh, uh, betters across the United States in the last like you know, 30 seconds or whatever. Um, so like there were some good things to take out of the game last night, this morning, none of that translated over. I, I feel like they are not obviously a team that right now is built and able to do what they did last night into this morning and then re that was a dog and then repeat the the same kind of effort and intensity you know less than what was it 15 hours or something like that yeah 15 so they yeah okay Ohio State had an extra like two and a half hours two hours yeah like you've got to be able you've got to be able to have a level of consistency that doesn't have the peaks of last night this morning and then the valleys of losing to NKU or getting you know a, I didn't get to see the game against Ohio State today so I, yeah, I don't know really you how didn't, you didn't miss much like, those are huge how, peaks and valleys how deep the valley was was it NKU eleven points in the second half bad no. But let's just put it this way. We just realized on the show that Jeremiah Davenport had two threes at the beginning of the game 
And then he only had two points after that, and both of them were technical free throws. That's not good. Yeah, it's not good. So, uh, I think the stuff that you see on Twitter, I'm sure Ed might like touch on it. It sounds like he's got some kind of social media segment that he wants to hit on. Um, but funny. like the full on attacks on like Wes, I think are a little bit crazy. They're a little, they're a little um, premature. I think, uh, we've talked about, you know, he needs to have time to get his guys in to implement the system that he likes. I, I can see the point that trying to force your system into guys that don't fit into it is a little bit also hard headed. Maybe, um, Take that for what it is. I think we need to wait until he gets his guys in a full set of his guys with the time and then make a judgment call. Yeah. Unfortunately, the, the clock is, I won't say ticking quite yet, but I think we're reaching for the for the clock to set the timer. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also agree with uh, Geeks and Guns that if we're going to take the red shirt off of his name, I can't. Sage. Thank you, Sage. Um, that we do it tomorrow while they're in Hawaii. Do you know why would that's important, Ed? Because it's in Hawaii. Because that's where he came from. That's where he was born. Okay, I just wanted to. You didn't know his name. I didn't know if you knew his heritage. I come on, man. Expect me to remember a lot of crap over his here. His right? name. I got Kalu's name. I got Exepe down. All right, leave me alone. <laughs> Unreal. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't. Jeff's. I, I'm. I'm not. I'm also not. Yeah. Um, I. I don't. I don't want to talk about basketball anymore. I don't think. I think that's. Hmm. We're 45 minutes into the show. Tomorrow against Louisville. I'm not. I'm disregarding that. I'm just saying tomorrow. Tomorrow against Louisville is, I mean, if there's a get right game, it has to be that one. Oh, and five really bad Louisville is as get rightable a game as there is. If we lose to Louisville tomorrow, what do I do? Like, I I have to do something like, right? Like shave your beard. No, that ain't happening. That ain't happening. How many, how many votes over here in chat do we have to get for you to shave your beard? If, they lose the Louisville. No, I'm not I'm not shaving my beard. What about just the mustache? And you could be Amish. Just the mustache. Yeah, we could do that. All okay, right. and then and then I'll do the opposite. I'll I'll shave and leave the mustache. Okay. And Aaron has to full shave his head. No, my hair's too long right now. <laughs> um I'll do something with the facial hair though. It would just have to come after Friday. You gotta color it. You do like a. It would have to come after Friday when you I have family help. pictures. Get no, I mean I have to be presentable as a person of the media Friday for the game. <laughs> Can't be walking in looking ridiculous. Yeah, you gotta All do right. the Hulk Hogan. Just shave the middle and leave like the, the handlebar. Is that Chad dropped my idea in the in the in the private chat, but we'll leave that up. For for okay. people right. to wonder about. All right. Okay. And what are we on to next? 
to a circle beard. How are you doing it, Joe? It's on the, it's on the sheet, Jeff. Well, I didn't get to the Come sheet on, yet. Jeff. Bearcats beat Temple 23-3. It's the last time I get to talk about this uh, before I have to listen to Dave and Chad discuss it tomorrow night and then the Rock of Truth discuss it potentially Thanksgiving night. I'm not sure. <laughs> Uh, there's a there's a blanket moving around behind you there, Jeff. Yeah, it's a, a five year old, my five year old daughter. Not the, have not your the kids been off of school all week? No, they're off school starting tomorrow. Might have been off all week. It's been it's been rough. But she's been sick for like I don't know four or five days. So every kid's sick for ever. Oh, I didn't know Rocker Truth went tonight. No, they said they were going to. They um, are recording tonight, dropping the episode tomorrow. Gotcha. Hmm. Very good. So. Um, so Temple was played in front of a reported crowd of 14,000. Looked to be played in front of a crowd of 14. Tens. Um, <laughs> it, it was played in the Eagle Stadium, Lincoln Financial Field, and it looked like a barren wasteland. There I flew over room. that field last week. It, it yeah. looked it looked like a COVID game. I I cannot wait to be out of this conference. You would not empty, see that empty stadiums. Yeah, you you will not see that in Lubbock, in West Virginia, and I mean you're not going to see that in these places. Just you won't. It's hard. hard. True. True enough. Um, but yeah. They, they obviously Ben Bryant gets injured. Evan Prater plays. Um, the running game didn't quite get to where we wanted it to be, uh, but it was somewhat reestablished. It's still a little bit. It's still a struggle, though. They they are forcing it, um, and I don't I don't blame them. But you did see um, Ryan Montgomery lead the rushers with fifty eight yards. Fifty eight, yeah. Uh, you saw Kiner get in there for eight carries. Um, although if he doesn't jump, he probably scores. Yeah, uh, we talked about that too. Uh, if he follows Wiley, like why? I mean, when you put Wiley in at, at fullback, like the the whole purpose is to follow him. Like he's gonna make a hole, and, and if he doesn't, maybe then you jump over his back. I don't know, but like to to veer off to the left and. And try to, I get it. Like, that's the exciting play. Um, but the more beneficial play is to just get across the goal line. Um, other than that, I mean, eight carries, 36 yards for him, four and a half, average four and a half. So, and a long of 21. So not bad. Yeah. Um, not good. They, not, not great either. Not good. They either. found. I mean, they found the tight end again. Wiley had seven catches, 70 yards. I was very happy with that. Yes, we've been talking about it all year. Like, you've got an NFL caliber tight end when you have an NFL caliber tight end on your team. And obviously, Lenny Taylor didn't play. He was, he started off, uh, I guess he was injured um, right. or had some kind of tweaked something, or I don't know what the specific was. Uh, I just saw that right before the game. It, it was published that he wasn't going to be playing. So they didn't have Lenny. Uh, they did have Josh, and Evan was, I think, a little quicker to to check it down to him uh, on some routes. Mm-hmm. So 
and if if that happens to be the case coming up on Friday, um, maybe that's like maybe that's the uh, uh, what are they the security blanket. So, obviously, defense played very well. You only gave up three points, which that's fantastic. Um, I read this on the uh, nightcap right at the end, but I'll read it again here. Uh, these are all the scenarios that um, the tiebreakers and, and ways that the championship could go. I was going to read that. Okay. Beat you to it. Can you put it up know. on the screen, Ed? Actually, I think I can. I think I saved it. Is it? I think Chris Vanini. It was a Chris Vanini. It was. Yeah, yeah, it was Chris Vanini. That that did all of all of the hard, ridiculous like work to go through the the tiebreakers as to what. Well, and while Ed's doing this, UCF loses to Navy and only drops two two spots. Yes, ridiculous. What are we doing here? How does that happen? If UC loses to what what are they three and six? Oh gosh hold on i see a finger wag i'll tell you exactly how it happens jeff we're leaving the conference no ratings so guess what the ratings last year for uc houston were off the charts why both of those teams are ranked well but they were ranked for a different reason because cincinnati was playing for a chance to get into the college football playoff. But now, as long as UCF beats USF in the war on I-4, the American Athletic Conference championship game will be between two ranked teams in the CFP rankings. So that's why they do that. If UCF drops out, there's a process to get them back in for next weekend. So then why don't you drop them to 25 and I mean I get it they beat UC but like they also lost just lost to Navy recency. Well because you just uh who's number 25 Jeff? I don't know I didn't even I didn't get to see Louisville. it I just saw uh Louisville. Huh? Who'd, Louisville is number 25. How? Who's who's Louisville's biggest win this year? I don't know. I didn't follow. I honestly didn't remember that Louisville has a football team. UCF in week one. Oh. Oh. So Louisville props up UCF. I hate it all. That allows UCF to stay in the rankings. I hate it all. Like, it's so obvious. It's so obvious what what their joke rankings are. I hate it it all. Like, it's such a rigged, but the way the system is rigged now. The same way, like, this is exactly what happens with the, like, leader in the Big Ten West. Yeah. Every year. Wisconsin or Iowa or somebody that sucks ass is, like, seventh. So that, like, they're they're nine and three or ten and two. And they're seventh so that when they play in the Big Ten championship game, whoever the winner of the East is gets to beat the number seven team in the country. That's what's happening now between Tulane, Cincinnati, and USF or UCF. Sorry. Even though Ohio State, Michigan is always the championship. And also, well, yeah, but 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 that's what they have to do, Aaron. 
they have to they have to give them the sacrificial lamb in the championship game so that they can beat another top 10 team even though that team sucked ass all year long and they have no chance of beating ohio state in the championship game but ohio state beat number six the the big 10 the big 10 west leader is iowa who lost to the worst team in the big 12. what what's iowa in the cfp are they even are they in there somewhere they have to be if they're gonna win the big 10 west they have to be hold on they are not really i'm shocked there's nobody in the big 10 west in the cfp rankings you got ohio state and michigan at two three Penn State at 11. That's a first. They were so bad, they didn't even give them a chance. They're seven, and, they're seven and four. Well, yeah, that's okay. That, that's if they were if they were eight and three. If they scored three touchdowns yeah, all year. If they were eight and three, they would be ninth in the country. They, they, <laughs> they, have, they have losses to uh, at number two, Ohio State. At Illinois, at Michigan, number four, Michigan. And, what are you doing? And then um, Iowa State <laughs> beat them at Iowa in the second week of the season. Oh, baseball bat. I know you're over here stroking your baseball bat. That's not what was happening. No, that's exactly what was happening. No, I was putting it, it made, back. You were, you were doing this on screen. <laughs> I was trying to put it back gently. <laughs> So that it wouldn't make noises. And oh, so and, and I guess there's a possibility if they lose to Nebraska this week that maybe Purdue ends up as the Big Ten yeah. West. Well, I mean, it's the worst case scenario for the Big Ten West. But usually there's a Big Ten West team that's got like three losses and they're ranked like eighth in the country. I mean, it's just it's wild. With wins over no one. It's 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 how the system is rigged. Right. So we complain about it every year. We always we always and we wouldn't even the, complain about the fact that UCF dropped only two spots if it wasn't UCF and we don't hate them. It doesn't ma- like in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter because UC needs to win well, Jeff, to get into the AAC championship anyway. Otherwise there would have to be no, 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 the, no, no, no. no, there would have to be some crazy things happen for them to no. end up in the computer rankings of No. In. If like, if this if, one if, at the bottom. If UCF if UCF played a average to mediocre game and beat USF like at the gun, that would impact their computer ranking. Right? Not okay. if they only drop two spots losing to Navy. Aaron, what hold on, let me finish. If UC and Tulane play an epic game at Nippert Stadium. Here comes Dark Horse and, the rest. And and both teams prove like we're the best two teams in this conference in that game. Now, all UCF has to do is beat USF and they are in the conference championship game because the conference championship game, there's no BCF, there's no, um, there's no CFP rankings next week. Uh oh. So if USF is or UCF 
if Orlando Tech is in the rankings this week, they are automatically essentially the, the opponent of the winner of Tulane and Cincinnati. Now, Tulane and Cincinnati, the loser cannot be the other team unless UCF loses to South Florida. So stupid. It's always rigged. There's always a reason. You just have to dig down and find the reason. You see, so, well, you see needs. So here, the you see has to win. Here. Period. Win. Not inside. So, the, so this tiebreaker doesn't mean. So the, this stuff that the, these tiebreaker things don't matter. Then if you if Tulane beats UC, USF beats UCF, Tulsa beats Houston. Well, Cincinnati if USF beats UCF, it changes things because UCF lost. Okay. That's the only thing that changes things. If UC loses. But how does that... Okay. Because then their ranking in the college football playoff wouldn't be, like, solidified because they lost. The way it works is they are ranked at 22, and if they win, the assumption is they're not going to drop, so they stay whatever, like wherever they were ranked in the prior... Why is there no CFP next week? Uh, it, they wait for a week. Thanksgiving. Or it's weird. Like it's a it's an American Athletic Conference tiebreaker. It's part of how the American Athletic Conference decides who plays in the championship game. I guess part of that is so then, because the rankings don't come out until Tuesday, and they can't wait until Tuesday to determine so who's playing in the game. So there's still there's still rankings that come out next week that that change. Yeah, but but but. but but Got it. I understand. They don't matter for this exercise. Okay. So it, it's so if UCF of... wins against USF, they are in the conference championship game as the road opponent against the winner of Cincinnati and Tulane. Tulane. If they lose, it's like LeBron and the so in the dust. Still, what it comes down to is. UC needs to win. Win and you're in. Lose win, and you're, you're very winning, likely out. Win to get in and to protect the nip. We must protect this house, Jeff. Maybe you for don't the last be, season. Maybe for the last season, you don't want to be protect this house. You don't want to be the team that lets an AAC opponent stop the streak. You don't want that. Yeah. Weird shit will happen next year. But as long as you're in the AAC, handle business at home. I mean, I've got I got all the confidence in the world. I think this defense is gonna be I mean we well, all know I mean defense time, wins time championships. Go ahead. Go ahead. We don't know who's playing quarterback. We don't. Per Luke today. That has been put out on the Twitters. Bryant's going to have limited reps practice. this week. Limited practice. And it's a game time call. If he can go, he's going to go. He's the starter. Is there, we'll like, do, is, are there any any arguments to that? 
No, I'm just saying we don't know who's playing quarterback this week. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I, I think we kind of go into it thinking that it's I mean, Dave and I talked about it on Sunday. And I said that Ben can probably get away with mental refs this week while he whatever is going on, if he if he can get through it, he can get yeah. away with mental refs this week. He has the experience. You need to give Evan probably more reps just to right. make sure. Well, and Ryan said that they'll probably practice this week as if Evan was going to be starting, only because Ben doesn't need those reps because he's gotten absolutely not those reps all season. So right. So you want to give Evan some, and you also want to give probably Brady some some reps in there somewhere because if it comes down. If it comes down that that Evan is the starter, that means Ben can't go at all. And you can't roll in there with only one quarterback. Yeah, that's not a good... That's that's not fun. I mean, I know we're getting really into the weeds, but you have to look at kind of the worst-case scenario. We all hope that it doesn't come to that. But if that's what the scenario is, then... you know, And and we have... Look... We've said it before, like this, this coaching staff is I have all the faith in the world that whatever decisions they are making, whatever the whatever prep work they are doing this week is going to be, you know, what needs to happen. I, I, I don't have I mean, can you look back in the last I don't know, like three years and say that there's been a game where you're where you fully believe like a game that we lost where you fully believe that it was because we weren't like prepared properly. I mean, I'm okay. If you say, if you say, no, yeah, like, uh, I can't, think of one. I, I just can't, I, there's just not one off the top of my head where I'm like, Oh yeah. Like they totally dropped the ball all the way across the board here. I was thinking maybe Alabama, but it wasn't lack of preparation. It was just yeah. lack of yeah. execution. And getting beat, just like getting beat. Bigger players and all of that. Georgia, you should have won. Yeah, and that, I mean that. I, I wouldn't say that was a lack of preparation. I mean, I, I think we we've we talked about it way back then. Um, Arkansas was yeah. a lack of execution. Yeah, I don't. I didn't think that they weren't like prepared at Arkansas. I don't UCF, know. UCF was. You knocked out the quarterback that. You probably could have beat. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure Chad's probably listening. Chad, can you not think on of purpose? One? If you're if you're still, I don't even know if he's still around. Um, he keeps headphones on. So I, I just think the coaches are going to have it squared away with with however it needs to be, and they're going to come out and. You gotta beat to Temple. Go. Yeah, you gotta beat Temple before you're worried about the championship. Tulane. Tulane. Oh, Tulane. Tulane. Sorry. Yeah. You already beat Temple. Woo. Yeah. But yes, um, yeah, yeah. You got you I mean it's gonna be a challenge. Two ways about it. You can't and Tulane's a good team. Really good. Like th- this is not like a a you know, walk in the park kind of like I mean, I think it's gonna be you know, every bit the fight that Michael know. Pratt's a good quarterback, Tajay's uh Tajay Spears, uh, really good running back. So yeah, no, it's uh, it you got senior night, you got 
what appears to have become today a sold out nip. So bring the energy, bring the thunder, get a dub on senior day. Bring in the noise, bring down the house. We came here to turn the party out. Nope. It's an old sync song. So uh, ESPN has it at uh, 58% Cincinnati, 42% Tulane on the matchup predictor. And I've got to think that that uh, mostly comes down to venue. What's the spread? Um, I tell you guys, I lost $10 last week. The pick Betting? center, the pick center here on, uh, on ESPN has it at uh, UC minus two. Very close. I tell you guys, I lost ten dollars betting last week in Pennsylvania. I think you did. I bet on the Eagles game on Monday night. Not good. The over under is forty six and a half. Are we Reagan asks? Are we concerned that Nippert isn't going to be Nippert because it's the day after Thanksgiving? Um, no. I I think from what I mean, as long as the students that can't go, um, really sent their tickets back in like they were god i hope that, that was, asked I'm, to do so that people i'm could proud that that was a thing I'm, I'm proud of cincinnati for making that a thing like hey please turn in your tickets if you can't go mm-hmm. we want to give tickets to the kids that can go um i mean i think the I, other ben, like the beneficial thing about uc is i, I want to believe that a lot of the students are local um and, i hope and, i hope there's plenty of adults there that oh, are yeah. still feeling a little buzzy from thanksgiving, from thanksgiving. just carried, carried it right over got back on that horse at 8 a.m and are screaming their entire lungs out of their body like i want to see lungs leaving throats and just, just if scream. i didn't have to work i would be there my uh my brother-in-law is coming up from chattanooga uh my other brother-in-law is going to be up uh, from kentucky and they they were scrambling to, to get tickets as i guess there was a black friday sale that that popped up today Yep. And they, they managed to get uh, their hands on three tickets. And so they will be there um, and be, and they are, they're loud individuals. So it seemed like tickets were kind of like in that, when that sale went up, like tickets were, were flying off. And I hope that they are all UC fans that were picking them up. I think they um, should start st- selling standing room only tickets as well. Just, just put out this pack. Just pack fill it, it up. Who cares if it's above like the the whatever the fire, fire rating code. is? Like, who cares? Is there even a fire code when you're outside anyway? I mean, what's the uh, fire code when you're outside? I don't know because that stadium isn't really like your typical kind of stadium. So there's exits everywhere. Yeah, just get out. They're so gates. I, so you I just know. push over. It's fine. I, I think Nippert will be Nippert. I hope so. And if not, Aaron's going to go streaking in front of the student section and get sure them all won't. yelling. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> sure won't. All right. Uh, let's talk about my favorite game of the weekend. Uh, USA versus Wales. Yeah. <laughs> I could not be less interested about a World Cup in Qatar. Uh yeah. The Cincinnati Bengals beat the Steelers. But I have stats on the World Cup. Okay, we can talk about that later. It's in the lightning round, so you'll have one minute. Are we just going to leave Reagan's comment up here for the rest of the show, by the way? I forgot. Steven, it's at 20. I don't want to hear it. 
I took it down and you popped it back up. At this point, Ed, anytime you hit the sound, it's going to wake up Steven's <laughs> dog. Steven's dog. I mean, Steven, I care about your dog. I really do. But I, I don't know what else to do. So the Bengals beat the Steelers 37-30 in a weird game. Very weird. <laughs> Steven also doesn't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... Of course, love anytime the Steelers lose. Oh. The period. Uh, when it comes at the hands of the Bengals, inject the that into my short-handed Bengals. Yeah, short-handed Bengals. Is, yeah. I mean, we talked about it. We said that like, is there going to be another game where Joe Burrow is as was as bad as he was the first week? He finished 24 of 39, 355 yards, four touchdowns, two picks, two sacks. Uh, Samaje Pirine put on a show. A show. Uh, becoming the first running back in Bengals history to finish with three receiving touchdowns. Uh, Joe Mixon was knocked out of the game with a concussion. Uh, he finished with seven carries for 20 yards, but Pirine had 11 carries, 30 yards, four catches, 52 yards, three of which were the aforementioned touchdowns t higgins nine catches 148 yards huge day for t higgins bounce back game um they they just they got they got it done it did it it was great to watch like it was because i said at the beginning of the game i tweeted out "Uh oh because i mean i knew that uh mixon wasn't going to get you know five touchdowns like he did the week before before the bye week but I was still hoping like the running game would be there. And it was kind of at the beginning of the game, not there. Like he couldn't find the holes, um, but they, they came through in the second half. And it was just, it was beautiful. Anytime that we're winning. And then at the end, the Steelers need to start taking cheap shots is a good day for me. You also had uh drew Chrisman averaging 50 yards a punt on his Yo. three punts. Yo, let's talk about Drew Chrisman. That was that was nice to have a punter capable of averaging fifty a punt. Right? In the Not field was important, and, and they there was a couple of clips from the uh, like they did the they put the Bengals mic'd up uh, sounds of the game or whatever came out today, and and there were uh, there were after the punt that he hit that they muffed into the end zone and the guy was like I don't even know who they were. He had to guy. bring it back that. out of the end zone, almost got a safety. Somebody, one of the guys, like ran up to Christman on the sideline, like way to flip the field, way to you know, like, hey, it was that's important. Like, you, I guess you don't, you kind of take it for granted until you like are on the edge of your seat every time you have the punt, and you're like, is this going to be a 23 yard punt? Please don't be a 23 yard punt. (laughs) Like, hit the ground and roll. Please just hit the ground and roll. Yeah. Uh, and now it seems like, you know, obviously it's one game, uh, but he did look like uh, a serviceable punter. I think that Kevin Huber's days are, are over. I don't think they release him this week because of Thanksgiving, but I think they do release him next week. Yeah, I was a little surprised when they made their move um, for the offensive lineman. Um, they, they they cut him after he Isaiah had just Prince. Been, Yes, thank yeah. you. Uh, they cut him right after they had activated him back to the fifty-three man. They didn't. They they did that with um, Irwin. 
No, there or was they somebody. There, there was somebody else earlier this year that they, like, they activated him off of IR and then released him, and it had something to do with like the ability to go to another team. Or was it Akeem Adeniji? I don't remember who it was. It, they they released they brought somebody back from IR and then released them, and it had to do with their like the ability for that person to then sign with another team and like play immediately. There's something. It was like a very player helpful kind of like move. Hmm. In any case, uh, you love to see a win over the Steelers. Uh, I feel like they're in complete shambles at this point. And I love it. TJ Watt had. Do you think this is this this is last year? TJ Watt? No, um, their coach. Uh, Tomlin. Tomlin. Well, you have to mention who you're talking about when you ask a question like that. Sorry, I should said something. Do you think this is Tomlin's last year? No. Like coaching? For the Steelers. He's not old. For the Steelers. I don't think the Steelers get rid of him. No. I don't because I don't I don't think they I don't think that is this is his first losing. He hasn't had a losing season yet, right? Last year he almost did. Is this his first losing season? I mean, last year didn't they still make the playoffs? Yes. So why would you fire him? Yeah, I don't I don't think that I I, I think they realize that there's like that there are issues that go beyond coach the quarterback has small hands <laughs> like you didn't even say his name either can you um, pick it i was a little disappointed we didn't get a, a an interception off of kenny pickett yeah and then like when you, you bring up interceptions uh, and like the interceptions that that burrow threw like the one gets tipped and well, those were you could an, control like an, a, yeah. an amazing diving interception at the line of scrimmage and then the other one you've got uh tj watt getting manhandled by lyle collins and he somehow reaches all the way like over to one side like physically it didn't make sense it didn't i had no no idea um i also didn't realize that joe burrow i also didn't realize that joe burrow ranks so high in like batted balls Hmm. makes sense um they i forget who put the stat up he was like Something like close to four percent of his passes are batted, which is like a up at like the top end of the league. Yeah, weird. Wouldn't guess that. Uh, we called that game a must win, though, and the Bengals did indeed mm-hmm. win. They still sit one game behind the Baltimore Ravens, who they are now up to. The Bengals are six and four. The Ravens are at seven and three. As for the wild card. Uh, the Bengals right now are the last team in on the wild card, uh, being third place there. Um, I still think you got to get 11, but I did see where Joe Goodberry ran some uh, simulations, and in every simulation, the Bengals were able to get in with 10, sometimes even nine wins. I honestly don't think don't we beat the Chiefs on December 4th. I don't want to play that game, Aaron. No, I, I think you want eleven. Um, but the schedule, the schedule gets harder from here. Yes, as you don't have the Steelers 
any longer sitting in front of you. Uh, this weekend, they go to Tennessee to take on the 7-3 and three Titans. Uh, you follow that up with a, a homestand starting with the Chiefs mm-hmm. uh, for a Sunday afternoon game, and then you host the Browns, including a reinstated Deshaun Watson at that point in time. Uh, they're at 3-7, and seven, but we'll see. Uh, after that, you go to Tampa Bay to take on Tom Brady and the Buccos. Uh, Patriots host the Bengals in week, I guess that's 16. Uh, Monday night, the following week, you host the Buffalo Bills and you round out the season hosting the Baltimore Ravens. And really, like depending on what goes on between now and then, that Ravens game could end up being like huge. You, you know, like for the division, I mean, I know it, that's still an uphill battle. Like every team that you're playing going forward has a better record, as good or a better record than the Bengals, other than the Browns, who are getting their $250 million quarterback back, and Tom Brady. Yeah. So. Uh- So you got seven games left, and you need. I was just four. counting them. Four. I don't think we could beat Tennessee. Do we want to play? Do we want to play this game? We're we gonna do this, Ed. You gonna write them down? You gonna write these down? Because we on. did we did it at the beginning of the year, and I don't remember. Like I have to go back to like. Nope. We'd have watch to listen. It to, yeah. Find it. So. Are you ready to write, Ed? I'm pulling up sticky notes right now. Okay. That way, if I shut down the computer, I don't lose it. All right. So, Jeff. All right. Titans. Win. 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 Okay, so, hold on. Let me just do this, then. Jeff and Aaron. What do you say, Ed? Oh, that's a win. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next one, Kansas City. Call that a loss. I'm going loss. Win. Ooh. Okay. We're in Patrick Mahomes' head. I don't think we are, but that's that's fine. We he lost two in a row to us last Look year. Look at the stats that 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 the team Travis was Kelsey's better last up. year. Okay, next game. Browns win. We have, win. To win. we have to win that game. And to win. I'm actually going to put that down as a as a win as well. Buccaneers. Yeah. Loss. Win. In for Jeff. I'm going with a loss as well. So Aaron and Ed. Patriots. Win. I'm going to go win. In Gillette, Christmas Eve. It's going to be cold. And you have Buffalo. At home. On Monday night. 
on loss. Monday night. Loss. That's a loss. I don't and want primetime games anymore. And then we have the Ravens. And depending on how things look, I'm going to go with a win. I'm going to go with a loss. <laughs> As well. And we get in on a wild card, 10 wins. And that puts us, I believe, that my my prediction will put us at 11 and 6, which is my prediction from the beginning beginning of the year. So let's go Bengals. I feel like I had them at like 13 and 4 or something stupid. Do you see this thing? Like we, we do this and do you see like the, there's a, somebody at the beginning of the year, guess some like Jets fan, like flipped, flipped a, a coin. coin and he's been, it's been correct thus far. That's crazy. All right. It's in sticky notes. Uh-oh. Ed's got receipts. That's fine. I closed it, so I won't open it again. He tried to say that I... Hey, did he tell us uh, Kalu was the next uh, Eric Hicks or Jason Maxiel? No. Uh, I think Chad Chad said that he was built like Eric Hicks. Okay, you're going to go off the tweets from earlier tonight. All right, that's fine. No, no, it's all right. That's all right. I'm not. I'm not go. I'm not going to go back. Oh, hey, Chad, how's it going? <laughs> you really want to go there? I never said your name. I never said Chad Brindle. I said Aaron. He did say Aaron. We both saw him. What he looked like. We reacted to what he looked like. We hadn't seen him play. Aaron told me to pull up video to watch him play. Did you? I remember doing it on the show. Did you think so you, you watched like, Eric like one eight-second video? You can't manage to watch the games that we have to talk about every week. <laughs> you were on the plane when Josh Reed made his, his Bearcat debut, weren't you? I was, yeah. I was on the plane. The plane, where the plane. Where, where were you last night when he played for the Bearcats and you watched him play? It was eleven thirty at night. You I don't know, remember. I have, it. I have a I better, get... I have a better comparison than Eric Hicks for Kalua Zikpe. Oh God! It's, it's oh, the kid who does this. More? It's the kid who does this and then disappears from the GIF. <laughs> yeah. That's and sad. Landers Nolly watches him disappear. nothing i'm just saying you know what i'm you know what gif i'm talking about ed yeah he he sent it last night in the group ed fell asleep and didn't see josh reed score or that he was even in the game no i watched the game i watched the whole game i had a mountain dew beforehand which group text was it i'll send it to you right now yeah all right um so i guess we're uh, done that wraps up bengal's talk yeah, we're done with all of that. Uh, Steven, hold think, your ears. I think the... Uh, uh, Crypt Keeper <laughs> one, wanted to know how much do we think the Rooney family pays referee, the referees union for those calls or no calls. The referees were horrible Sunday. They were not good, but they weren't. Yeah, I, I think know. it's... Uh, I mean, when it's the Steelers, you got to know that Immediately, Twitter's going to light up with refs in Bumblebee costumes, so. All right. 
So, Ed, did you you watch AEW? Uh, I did not watch AEW. I did uh, read some recaps. Um, so first off, wait, wait, wait. Well, go ahead, so go ahead. You, 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 you read recaps of AEW, but you didn't check the box score of NKU, UC, or what was the other game that you missed? I only, you, I only, I missed the uh, Temple game. And UC Temple. I was at the zoo. Unreal. Anyways, do, do I get a minute or what's going on? If you got a minute. It may not awesome. take the whole minute, but we can do this. There's 15 people watching. Awesome. Um, Timing it, time right? Timer, jeez. Right. We get... Now. So I listened to MJF on Pardon My Take this week. Uh, I guess it was last week. I don't remember when it was. Um, but uh, he came on and said uh, that whole thing, if you guys remember, where he kind of called out Tony Khan, said he was the worst re- uh, owner in the in in you know wrestling history, uh, that he quit and everything. That was actually a real thing. He told Tony Khan that he was going to come out and talk his mind, but he did not tell Tony Khan that he was how much he was going to say. Um, so that was a real thing. He actually did not wrestle. He did not show up at AEW for about three months and then confirmed that he has a, a million-dollar contract now, uh, but then also said that that contract only goes until like 2024, I think is what he said, and that he could go to he could go to WWF after that. Um, but, of course, after that interview, he went out on Saturday night and won the AEW uh, championship against um, – Against John Moxley, who you know, I think we all knew that was coming. I think we knew. And time. I don't think we That's all fine. knew that was coming. <laughs> you didn't know that was coming. <laughs> no idea. Oh, all right. Into the lightning round. Don't hit the button. You're gonna blow uh, Steven's. Okay. Close your ears, Steve. This one's not as bad, actually. Uh, I got I got the first one looks like uh, Qatar the the World Cup is in Qatar and what why are you laughing I got the first one was- that's what it says on the list anyways the World Cup is in Qatar and of course um, in Qatar they announced about 24 hours before the World Cup started that they are not going to allow any beer sales um, sorry Budweiser all that money you spent advertising a hundred is a hundred million dollars. Hundred million dollars in advertisement in the twenty-four hours before, They're like, hey, we're not going to serve beer. They, although there are areas where they are serving beer, uh, it's not inside the stadium, but there is like a a fan area, uh, fan where village. You, I think. But two fans, three fans, I think they were English fans, were trying to find this beer and ended up at one of the Qatar sheiks' houses. Um, yeah, you guys play with the, they were playing with like a pet lion. They had played with a pet lion. They were cutting it up with them. Um, they were checking out his Lambos and stuff like that, just randomly. And then they put it on TikTok. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. Next. Okay, that's me again. Uh, World Cup numbers. Um, I this tweet from Jonathan Tanwald uh, says Fox says that United United States men's national team versus Wales drew eight million three hundred and six thousand viewers. Um, I guess you don't even know that information, but the top five markets that people watched Austin is number one, number two, Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm 
telling you guys, soccer is alive here in Cincinnati. I mean, they just built a brand new stadium here for an MLS team that I know, but you guys made. like you guys okay. <laughs> uh do you have any plans on going to Reds Fest this year? Not at all. Not a, not a, not a single one. I don't or have else. plans to go to the Reds Stadium. I'm I'm still on strike. I do not want Reds gear for Christmas again, uh, and and it it hurts. It hurts. I think the only I think the only way that I'll know anything about what's going on with the Reds is by following at Clay Snowden. I like Clay. Um, yeah, where else are you going to go if you don't go to Reds Fest? I don't I, um, I, I, It's I a Saturday. Think, I'll probably go to soccer. I still think. Not the zoo? I still no, think Carl is a, a PR nightmare. Um, regardless, I mean, he just can't explain anything that doesn't make it sound like, you know, we should just go watch Florent, the Florence Yalls. Nick Crawl? Uh, so, yeah. Except he's actually decent at his job. Yeah, but he can't. He's a just horrible don't PR. Him, he's a PR. Don't put him don't anywhere him. near a reporter. No. Well, and, but this this also, and I'm glad you brought up Reds Fest. This this is a a good point. And we haven't had Reds Fest in a couple of years, but usually the week before Reds Fest, the Reds make a move. What's that move going to be? Uh, trading, well, trading Jonathan India. He he said that they he said that their number one uh, like goal is catcher depth. So, trading Jonathan India to package Mustakis and get him to get Moose out of here. Just trade everybody. Trade Seattle's all. Seattle's open for business. Bring, bring up the Dayton Dragons. Let's just <laughs> let's just bring them up, <laughs> and they can wear their uniforms oh, too. Sorry. Do Do you have any any other? I do um, have one more. Okay, go ahead, Ed. You can go from yours. the World Cup. Sunday and, and guys, I've tried to validate this story and I, I found video and I've only seen, I think Barstool retweet this, but um, Ecuador, uh, one of the players for Ecuador, uh, it was Ecuador versus Qatar on Sunday, opening game of the World Cup. Uh, apparently, he faked an injury on the field because he saw that there were police officers showing up to arrest him for unchained, unpaid child support. So he got on, he faked an injury, they put him on a stretcher. And then you see the video, there's about seven police officers chasing after, oh, it says 13 in the tweet, 13 police officers chasing after that that cart to try to catch up with them, to arrest them for, for unpaid, unpaid child support. Wild, right? Pay your child support. You guys didn't know um, the World Cup was this entertaining. I didn't. Just turn. Uh, yep. I hope uh, Chad has his little counter ready um if we saw i'm really excited this week to see what the uniforms are going to be for uh the uc bearcats but last week uh all white the icy whites the stormtroopers uh when they announced it yours truly my tweet was front and center on their uniform reveal and i was like that's very confusing why am i like somebody sent me the thing and i was like man why is my tweet in there I clicked it and I realized that's actually me in their tweet. When do you think we'll see Cincinnati go all whites again for both the Bengals and the Bearcats in the same weekend? In the same state. I actually never put two and two together. You're right. They both went all white this weekend. 
Sure did. And it looks good. Um, I kind of yep. hope this week that they go red helmets, black jerseys, red pants. Ooh, all red, huh? We haven't had red pants this year. No red jersey said black jersey. Yeah. I mean, if they went all red, have they ever gone all red, Chad? Uh, yeah, they have. I'm not sure when. My my uh, suggestion to the powers that be for senior day was all black, white face masks. I don't think they've ever done that. Oh. All black, it, black on black on black is nip at night, right? Right. Conference championship game? Black on black on black, white face masks. Let's try something different. Well, this isn't the conference championship game yet. Well, but I mean, it's it's for a spot in the conference championship game. For senior day. Yeah. It's also not at night because the game's starting at noon. Uh, no, the, 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 the well, yeah, whatever. I I, don't, I would be on board with my all brain doesn't work right now. Kind of, I want to see what that looks like. Face mask? Jeff, can you can you Photoshop that for me so it look I can see what it looks like? All black with the white face mask. Yeah, I might be able to. I might be able to whip something up. Maybe that you do be, that and then you tweet it to the Bearcats. And... I, I think their decision's already made, but um, <laughs> that that would be uh, pretty sick. I did see somebody tweeted out, and I don't like. I, it was, I'm sure it was a mock-up helmet that somebody had made, but it was a matte black helmet with the matte black C or a shiny C, like a glossy C C paw on the side. That looked pretty sick. I don't think you it's think a real. I don't think those? it's a real like helmet, and it would be an awesome nip at night helmet. I miss the helmet variations. I feel like they haven't haven't done a ton of those. Like I love, I love the uniform thing. I I get into it. I love the all whites. Obviously, Um, I think that they just look clean. They're clean. They're so clean. It it looks. It's awesome. Um, I could have done with black face mask with the all whites, so it would look a little more stormtroopery. But uh, I'm I'm down with what they did. And, uh, yeah, like, but to Aaron's point about the helmet variations, like, they had the one helmet that had, um, like, the the slashes in it. You remember that? Yeah. It was, like, the red yeah. helmet, and it had the, yeah. the slashes in it. Um, and then the, didn't they have a helmet that had, like, the... The, tri- the, the best helmets you see has ever worn the were the belt bowl helmets. The belt bowl helmet, the red belt bowl helmets. Did it have the, the triangles? Yeah. The one that yeah. Travis lost. Yeah. Those are the best helmets UC's ever worn. All right, Ed. What you got on the New Heights podcast this week? Uh, so I listened to the interview with Zach Hertz. Um, and those Jaylen guys. Hertz. Jalen Hurts, sorry. Zach, Zach Ertz used to be a tight end in Philly. That's what I was thinking. But sorry. Jalen Hurts, the quarterback. Uh, those guys could do an interview. Those guys do a great interview. I thought it was They're going to awesome. be long-time stars in the They're, media world. They are. And then Period. I saw last night that Patrick Mahomes did agree to come on. Um, so yeah. Patrick Mahomes is going to be on the show. And that's the frog voice. <laughs> Jeff got it. Thank you. I, mean, I knew what you were trying to do, but that was the worst impression I've ever heard. Patrick Mahomes will be on the show. <laughs> so bad. It's so it's, bad. It's not horrible. Anyways, Anyways. so you you guys want something exclusive, funny? Yes. I joked with Jason after that game 
like Jason and I have a running joke about uh, Kelsey being named after Jason, but claiming Travis. And I said, tell Trav, I need a pair for December 4th. I'm not getting my ass kicked because I named her after you. And he sent me the laughing emoji and he said, ha ha, fair enough. <laughs> Basically meaning Kelsey wants to go to that game. She I wants saw you to said wear that. her. She wants to wear her Travis Kelsey like fucking gear and get my ass kicked. Yeah. Well. I mean. So I told Jason, you're going to have to get me tickets. And he laughed and just said, you know, basically, yeah, right, sure. <laughs> That's it, Chad. You found who this. It's about how I expect that conversation to go. Yeah. He just, he laughed at me and was like, he patted me on the head and was like, yeah, it's cute. <laughs> Syracuse St. John's game is going to be really good. Um, but yeah, I mean it's just it's just a great podcast. I'll, I'll have more next week. That was deep. Those were they're outstanding. Those... They're really good at it. They're really good at it. Like it made my plane ride to Philly feel like forty five minutes. It was great. Those were Ed's thoughts on the new hype podcast. It's good. Ch- Aaron, <laughs> I'll do better next week. Uh, you said you were introducing a new segment. Are you really introducing a new segment this week, or are we getting out of here? I, I realized about 15 minutes ago that I should have done this segment um, during when we were talking about UC basketball because it really has to do with UC basketball. But here's some of the comments that I heard that I read on on Facebook during the game tonight. Um, Nancy Zimfer has wrecked this program. We will never <laughs> more. Apparently, we're it's still a long time since them days. Yeah. Thank you. Um, the season is over. It's not even December yet. Um, we should have Danny Fortson. Doesn't Danny have an extra year of eligibility? Um, and then somebody, that's a, actually, that's a great joke. That's a great joke. Because they were Danny, Danny left. No, no, they're not serious. Ed. Danny left after three years, went to the NBA, and has an extra year of eligibility, technically. It's a joke. Doesn't wouldn't there be a lot of people who have an extra year of eligibility then that when wouldn't like but Danny Fortson would have been the second leading scorer in the history of the program. But this guy still thinks that the basket like today's basketball is the same as it was back in the mid nineties. Danny Fortson would still be awesome. Did you watch Zed Key today? He's also in his forties. Zed Key? was Danny Fortson. Huh. Zed Key could barely jump over a piece of paper. And he put 19 and whatever on, on the Bearcats today. Um, and then somebody put up a poll asking, who's the better coach, Wes Miller or John Brandon? Oh, no. And, oh, you could, and on that poll, you could add extra coaches. Who do you think the next coach was that was added to that? Bob Huggins. Yep. Can we drop it now? Can we can we get over it? This is God. It's, they brought up Nancy Zimfer. They brought Nancy Zimfer, and then they brought Zimfer, up Bob Huggins. They are not ready to let go of Huggins. Yeah, so that's definitely something I should have done when we were talking about UC basketball. So that's on me. Uh, that, that's okay. 
You did good work with that. I like that segment. Thank you. I hope that you expand on it next week. Now, next week, we're going to do more on New Heights. All right, bum of the week. You should train like a damn bum, you know that? Bum. A bum. You are a bum. You're a bum. And that's all you'll ever be. A bum. Well, that hurts, man. All right, bum of the week this week. I think it has to be George Pickens. As a different bum, but. As Pittsburgh kicks an onside kick, Tyler Boyd recovers it. He's just laying there. And George Pickens says, helmet to the face. Wild. And then after there was a, a kerfuffle on the field, uh, I, I think that's the appropriate term for what that was. Um, it wasn't quite a Donnybrook. No, 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 no. You guys still haven't explained this to me, but go ahead, yeah. But but then, then Pickens went back at Boyd like he did something wrong and just goes and shoves him again. Like after he was called for unnecessary roughness, he goes and just shoves him again at the Eli end of everything. A- Eli Apple did some kind of like I was gonna say that, that was my bum dance. Like it was Eli Apple not trying to fight and just doing a, doing. No, I'm good with that. There's no need to fight when you can just like, you just won the game. Like there's no need to like do anything more. The other just, guys took care of pulling Pickens back and making sure that he wasn't going to keep going after Boyd. So, which again, what it, I don't know what Boyd even did other than catch the ball and lay on and then, so mad and then lay on the ground and and take a a crowd of the helmet shot to the top of his head. But Steelers are going to steal her. Steelers are going to steal her. Uh, my 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 bum of the week is is going to be Umar Balo for shoulder checking. Andre Morgan on the floor yesterday. <laughs> yeah, like he's a he's a coach. He he shoulder checks him, and then and then Courtney Ramey like hit the Julius in the shoulder, and I don't started. even know why Ju- Julius got teed up. Like, no, he what, what did he like do? The middle, and then they go they like pan back to Ramey when it was when they came back from the break, and he's like pointing at himself like me, a technical. Why? Like, you know why? And then Kerr Chrissa, like I, I, he he reminds me of Diego. Diego Guevara. Yeah. How about the uh, the Chargers fan that uh, after the the Chiefs beat the Chargers, uh, they threw a fellow Chargers fan off a bridge. Bridge. I didn't hear about this. Didn't hear about this. Yep. I'm surprised this not has not happened in Cincinnati. Again. No, that, yep, yep. They were upset with the fellow Chargers fan. Apparently, there was a disagreement, and they just took the Chargers fan. And they were both Chargers fans. It wasn't like a Chiefs fan. Did he were a Chargers fan off a bridge? It's like a, yeah, it's like a bridge into it wasn't water. A super, it wasn't a super high bridge. I will say that it was Sophie Stadium, where there's like those fake, like the the water oh, features yeah. and whatnot, and what have you. But there was a disagreement, and they took a fellow Chargers fan. Is it called SoFi Stadium? I don't know what the fuck it's called. Not a, not, also, not Sophie a Donnie Brooks. So far, yeah. No. No. It was just a you know disagreement that ended with somebody getting thrown off a bridge into a pond. It wasn't even that. It was concrete. Oh. Yeah, that's that's worse than being thrown into a pond. By the yeah. way, you get thrown into a pond, you can swim to safety. Yeah, you can swim. He did not do that. He just looked up like, what the what the fuck, guys. <laughs> 
That's my bomb of the week. I feel like you guys were throwing me off a bridge. Get us out of here, Aaron. That's going to wrap it up. That was another episode of Pardon Punctuation. Thank you for all of those who tuned in tonight. Uh, We'll be back here next Tuesday night at 9.15. But for Ed, for Jeff. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm Aaron. That's the turkey. We're out. (laughs) Why?